On this week's episode, we welcome Dr. Ben Carson. Our conversation with the 17th Secretary of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, Dr. Carson. You know, Dr. Carson was the victim of the January 6th committee's gross negligence. He and countless others had their birthdays, cell phone numbers, social security numbers exposed to the public. Do they really care about who they hurt? We, we must have accountability and we need it now. Dr. Carson has been hit with fraud. His cell phone has been exposed. Uh, and he's joining us to talk about that. Dr. Carson, I find it very difficult to believe that the only information that is leaked is, is the uh, information of those who are conservative, associated with Republican causes, and not someone on the other side. So it seems as though that this is intentional, but, but talk about what it actually does for everyday citizens like yourself. Well, first of all, recognize that uh, in the government, there are a lot of safeguards against the distribution of uh, PII personally identifiable information. Uh, at HUD, you know, there were multiple uh, programs to make sure that everyone understood how important it was to keep people's information private. And through the legal office, safeguards were put in place uh, whenever something was disseminated to the public to make sure that such things weren't violated. And I think one of the big problems right now is that there, there are really no consequences for it. You know, they say, Oh, we're sorry. We didn't mean to do that. Tough luck. Uh, you know, no one who was responsible for leaking this information even contacted me. I found out about this on the news, and they still haven't contacted me. There's no apology, no what can we do to help, uh, because I don't think they really care. But, uh, you know, it's meant that I've had to go through uh, a lot of changes of my personal uh, accounts, credit, I've already had attempts at fraud, um, some of which have been quite costly. And uh, I don't see any end to that. Why, why would it end? The information is out there now. Maybe, maybe the justice here would be to uh, disseminate all the information of the people who were responsible for letting this happen. Maybe if they could actually feel the consequences of it, maybe they might think a little differently. You know, Dr. Carson, um, is this what we've reduced people to that have served our country? Um, is this, because you know, it's gonna be tit for tat. I mean, it's just a matter of time before their data is, is released. How do we stop this? Where is it, where is it, where is it going? Well, like so many uh, things in our country right now, it's our loss of a moral foundation which allows us to do things like this, which allows us to become each other's enemies when we should be each other's friends. Um, and, you know, un unless we get that back, you know, we used to say, love your neighbor. Now we say, cancel your neighbor if you disagree with, if you disagree with them or if they have a different yard sign. And we used to have a sense of community where people work together, even if they had different opinions about things. And that created enormous strength. And those who want to fundamentally change this nation or bring it down know that the way to do that is to drive wedges between the people. And uh, dirty tricks like these are, are good ways to do that. You'll notice that it always seems to only flow in one direction. 
uh, that tells you right there that maybe this is nefarious. You know, you know, Dr. Carson, you know, it, what I'm about to ask you was not so serious. It's just so ridiculous to tell us where we, how far these, and people would say it's just crazies, are willing to go to protect supposedly your health and environment. And I want to ask you this because you're a physician. You know, the chair of the Consumer Product and Safety Commission came out this week and said they were going to ban gas stoves. I mean, I, they were going to ban gas stoves because of the, of the environment. And I asked myself, who sits around and come up with these asinine policies? Well, I think it's evil, to be honest with you, just pure, unadulterated evil. And what if we spent time actually thinking about the good that we could do, how we could improve the environment, not only for ourselves, but for those around us, and for those who are in need in our society? Isn't that what America used to stand for? And that doesn't mean that we've always been perfect. There are those who've taken the imperfections in our society and tried to magnify those and make those uh, the key characteristics, and they are not. Uh, have we done things that were wrong? Of course we have, because we're inhabited by human beings, and human beings are imperfect. That's why they need a savior. But we need to get back to some of our roots. That's why at American Cornerstone, you look at the pillars that we emphasize, right at the forefront of that is faith and our belief in God and our belief in ourselves and in that relationship. And that's what makes us, that's what determines whether we're good people or whether we allow ourselves to be the instruments of evil. But Dr. Carson, um, you know, I would be the first to admit that former President Donald Trump has these issues. And while he tends to blame others for the woes that he faced today, he certainly had his, had, had his hand in contributing to it by his lack of discipline, narcissism, um, and out-of-control ego. But you cannot help but look at the crazy double standard when the Justice Department was raiding Mar-a-Lago for classified documents, and all of a sudden, these hypocrites had the same problem with Biden at his office when he's vice president and in an office space that was funded by the Chinese government. And then recently, more documents were found at his home. I mean, what about this double yeah. standard? Well, the hypocrisy is palpable and it's everywhere. And I think any, everybody is starting to recognize it now. There was a time when you could just sort of stick your head in the sand and say, no, that's not happening. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy to see that there's a massive double standard. And when you reach a point in a society where you're, you're handing out retribution in a way that is totally unfair and is completely biased, you're laying the foundation for totalitarianism. And all you do is go back and look through history at totalitarian states and look at the way that they start. This is the way that they always start. Uneven distribution of, quote, justice, unjustice. And I think a lot of people actually realize it. 
I think a lot of people know that it's not right, but they don't say anything because they don't want the guns to be turned on them. They don't want to suffer any anything unnecessarily, so they'd rather just keep their mouths shut. And it's just like back in school on the playground when somebody was being picked on. Every now and then somebody would stand up and say, stop it, stop messing with them. But for the most part, people would just, oh, it's okay, you know, and they sort of side with the bully because they didn't want to be picked on themselves. Atmospheric rivers in California, these floods, these storms, I mean, 18 people dead. As a physician, what, what, what do you say? Well, first of all, great sympathy for those people who are impacted. But the fact of the matter is, you know, we've had natural catastrophes as long as we've been looking. Uh, they occur. It's things that happen in an unstable environment. Uh, we're going to have changes that are going on, uh, weather-related changes, as long as there is life here. When things stop changing, <laughs> there's no more life. You know, Dr. Carson, they're now saying that COVID is like wildfire, and it's like the wildfire, doctor. Let me admit this. Just about everybody I know has COVID, I must tell you. And you know what they're saying? They have none of the symptoms. They can smell. They, can, they, they don't cough. They don't have fevers. None of the symptoms that they had a year ago or two years ago, and they feel just fine. But they go to the doctor, boom, COVID positive. What has changed? What do people need to do to adjust to this new variant that we're now facing? Well, there are going to be continued alterations in the genetic makeup of the virus. And with each iteration, the virus becomes more contagious, but it becomes less virulent. It becomes less powerful. This is what happens as something becomes endemic. It becomes part of the environment. It is in the process of doing that. But if you want to create panic, just go out there and grab a bunch of people off the street and test them because a whole bunch of them will be positive. And then you can take that and say, you see, we got to mask up everybody again and we got to take these vaccines and we got to do this and that. And you can use fear very effectively to control behavior. And uh, I've got to give credit to the people who've managed to do that. What do you say to those institutions that are demanding that we mask up again? I would say, show me the evidence that masking has produced anything other than a terrible outcome, particularly for our children uh, who are failing in school. You know, we've seen massive declines in reading scores and in math scores. Uh, people are not having the same kind of social interactions which drives them further towards social media, which is deleterious in its own right. Uh, all of these things seem to be working together to create uh, destruction in our society. No, Carson, and finally, you and I both lost a mutual friend that we had tremendous respect for, Lynette Hardaway, uh, the diamond and silk died all of a sudden. I mean, what a voice uh, in media and in and, and, and just um, made a difference. Unapologetic, yes. courage, conviction. She will be sorely missed. Absolutely. I always enjoyed my interactions with, with Diamond and Silk. 
because they were courageous. That's the key thing. You know, you can't be the land of the free if you're not the home of the brave. You've got to be willing to stand up and speak out for the things that you believe in, even if it brings persecution. Because, you know, we're working not only for ourselves, but we're working for those who come after us, for our children and our grandchildren. And if we don't stand up and speak out for them now, they're going to suffer the consequences. And Diamond and Silk were people who were willing to speak up, particularly in the, in the African-American community where, you know, you're supposed to toe the line. And if you don't toe the line, we got to punish you. They were willing to get out there and speak up, and I got to give them credit. And some of the warmest, most sincere, thoughtful people that you ever want to meet in life. May um, Lynette Hardaway soul rest in peace. Dr. Carson, it's always a pleasure to see you, my brother. You're a courageous my man, pleasure. too. You have a lot of arrows at you, and now the January 6th have released your information, and now you're dealing with other nightmares. But you know what? This too shall pass. We'll get through it. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. 